Welcome back, aka Padders, to another spicy episode of AKA Pads Audio Audacity Podcast. I'm your host, Peter A. DeLuca, known throughout the grid as AKA Pad 69, the pop culture pope, the eclectic one, and here we go, the world sketchbook champion. So if you're new here, this is like a long form discussion of everything pop culture or like the things of pop culture that personally uh, affect and, and weave into my life. But right here, right now, we're talking it because it's Disney Plus Day, aka Pad Fan, but we're talking WandaVision. Now, you might be like, Pete, they've done uh, a dozen Disney Plus MCU Marvel Cinematic Universe like series drops, not just episodes, series drops, that's right, because at the time of this broadcast, it's also Friday, and it's early in the morning, my coffee has, oh, my coffee hasn't really kicked in, a weird sleeping schedule this week, also, by the way, but Disney's already dropped a whole catalog, <laughs> by the time I'm recording this, it's like, it's been a whole COVID catalog of content, it's been WandaVision, it's been um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, it's been Loki. And at the end of this month, it's Hawkeye. So it's going to be four. And they dropped Black Widow. They dropped, they dropped uh, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi right now just became available on Disney+. Plus. That's most likely um, our next episode. That's going to be episode 427. So why are we talking WandaVision now? Well, here's the thing. I, I I have this, and maybe you, I know you can relate. I know you, a.k.a. Patters, can relate. But I have this, like, this thing where as soon as everyone starts jumping on something and saying how not, not entertaining it is, because we don't hear that anymore. Everything is beyond great. Everything is... I, a masterpiece. Even though I feel like just wrapping up the 31 Days of Dread I feel like maybe I even overused the term masterpiece. But if I'm retroactivating it to something like The Wicker Man or Friday, The uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors, or even Malignant, which was uh, day one, episode one of the uh, 31 Days of Dread. Okay, like I will give you that. I may have, during, during the 31 Days of Dread, I may have overused it. But we're in an age where... Every little thing is a hot take, and it's either awesome, which gets clicks, or it's awful, which gets clicks. And then there's literally no discussion. There's no understanding of what the middle is. And I think this creates a, a unhealthy environment for content creators, for people who are actually making this material, because the vocal minority that are organized in various networks on social media. All of this, it's, uh, I mean, it's a handshake agreement with Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, the list goes on. But it's a handshake agreement to get a little bit more insight of the activity, what's being said, who's saying it, how they're saying it, and the frequency of that. And by handshake, I mean like, you know, Disney's analytics aren't the same as my analytics for Twitter. That's apparent. So they're mining a lot of this stuff, looking for pets, looking for gems, uh, looking for ideas. Now that doesn't necessarily mean 
it's there in the production and the story meetings and even before stuff gets greenlit. But I do think some of it can rise to the surface and, and, and steer a current. Because, look, we've seen it. Good evidence of that. Uh, you know, might have been Han Solo. Yeah, I say might. So maybe, let, let me take that back. We don't have concrete evidence. But we know the vocal minority affects production. I think we can all agree on that. So how does all this relate to WandaVision? Well, WandaVision is a perfectly even like show. It's a perfectly even experience. Nine episodes that pretty much work in two to three episode blocks. So it, it, it drops. It drops with two, uh, like basically a movie length drop. Episode one and two. I believe Loki did the same. This strategy seems to work. And it had like this horror feel. Because the whole hook of the show, which gets revealed later, it's that Wanda is so inflicted by pain throughout her life. As a child, her family gets bombed to death. She loses her brother. Vision gets killed. Her love, I mean... We know she's messed up if she falls in love with a um, with a synthesoid. Synthesoid. I can't even say that word. Synthesoid. Zoid. With an android. Half man. Or kind of fake human. <laughs> Whatever vision is. But she falls in love with him. But throughout her life, she's sprinkled with death. And this, with the power of the Infinity Gem. Watch, again, you have to watch almost like two other movies to kind of understand. Keep in mind, too, WandaVision does fall in line with my major criticism of the MCU. Because now everything's lost in the sauce. Nothing's staying alone now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So the, con the context you need for WandaVision, especially in the later episodes, it's It's tough. It really is. Too much context. <coughs> and she's so hurt by like her life. Life has literally shit on Wanda so much. Wanda Maximoff, daughter of Magneto, not referenced at all, by the way. And her, like her power amplifies. And it spikes her mind, and she creates this, like, town. And she uh, holds it, like, she holds a town hostage. And the show doesn't do a good job of explaining it. But somehow, when she's in this fake, controlled reality, it's a TV show. And it's, it's a, you know, like every episode, it jumps 10 years. So, like, we kind of start in, like, the, with the Honeymooners or whatever. Like, and then we end up with, I think, um, Modern Family or Malcolm in the Middle. So, every episode has these themes and these hooks. Now, within the context of the story, we have, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. or Atlas investigating what's happening we have another witch character, Agatha, who is drawn to Wanda and she like sucks other witches' powers. 
And then we have Wanda, who is the villain of the show, holding an entire ha- town hostage. And these people, when she's under their control, these people are tortured. They're miserable. They uh, have no control. And they're, they're locked in their own minds. And then the, where the show gets lost is that Wanda, what, we really don't see her. They don't hit her home as a villain. They still try and make her a good guy at the end. Bad call. Like, it's a bad call. It doesn't come off. The two episode drop from earlier spiked interest for this show. And it delivered. And it really got people, like, it, it hit people's imaginations. It got imaginations fired. The reason for this, the reason for this, it's the first two episodes work more as horror. And there's a mystery and we're just trying to keep up and figure things out. We know Vision's dead. Vision's there. How is this all going to add up? And then we had this entire cottage industry, a la Star Wars, come up with nothing but theories to really fuel the vocal minority into being an advocate for this show. Disney subscriptions, subscribers, everything multiplies, goes through the roof during the, the, the slow rollout. And what we get is we have zero satisfactory resolutions and answers and revelations. S.H.I.E.L.D. transitions to Atlas as we saw at the end of Captain Marvel. The new director of Atlas slash S.H.I.E.L.D. is already uh, a criminal. (laughs) And he's outed at the end of the season. So... You know, Atlas's credibility kind of goes out the door because we really don't know what's happening with Nick Fury yet. So it's 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 all of these elements that don't. It, it's that's where it's a lot of it's just not there. Now that doesn't mean the show. I think the show is wonderfully designed, put together, acted like you know, like it's all there, especially the the post. Um, the, like the credit sequence, like the end credit sequences are amazing. It's, it's some of the best end, end credit sequences I've seen in a very long time. And they, it does somehow leave you wanting more. But it's never really explained how exactly the TV show uh, homage mimicry works. It's not really explained... That Wanda is the villain. That Wanda, uh, in in a very missed point, okay? The biggest point, here we go, ready? The biggest point that everyone missed about WandaVision is that Agatha is the hero. Agatha is the only one that can go toe-to-toe and take Wanda out. And when this happens, because when I was re-watching it, I made sure to pay attention where it turned. So Wanda has children. Her brother's somewhat back to life. The other thing that's not explained is exactly Agatha's involvement and how she's doing what she's doing to where Wanda... Like, why would Agatha even be there? Like, Like, it's technically Agatha was already living in the town and Wanda just 
happens to pick a town that has this type of witch in it. None of that's really there. And then <laughs> if Wanda's able to create what she's creating, why would Agatha know? Like she can kind of sense other witches. None of that is explained. None of that is, is there. But the point that they are, they reveal who Agatha is when we're turning that corner that she is like, you know, we're told she's the villain, even though she doesn't feel like the villain. The entire town is tortured under siege. S.H.I.E.L.D. slash Atlas cannot stop Wanda. They've been trying to stop Wanda for episodes 3, 4, 5, and 6. All right, so like 7, 8, and 9 is the bill through the conclusion. Halloween episode being one of the standouts because it has all that cute Marvel stuff. Like these things that they know how to nail. Agatha is the hero. Because she wants Wanda's powers. Wanda is torturing people and is out of control. But for some reason... The true grit, the true ballsy move, the balls from the MCU that we saw at the end of Infinity War. Killing Groot twice. Okay. Is gone. Because for whatever reason, Endgame created the standard of fan service. Wanda is... A uncontrollable force in WandaVision. Agatha is the only character powerful enough to confront her that understands her power set and can stop her. And then through the help of everyone else, Agatha is defeated. She's put into, you know, like a, the dark realm or the, you know, she's put into the Phantom Zone. And then the series wraps up with Wanda in her own like pocket reality studying the dark hole and they do leave a good hanging chat they leave a hanging chat that um like her like her work her understanding of all of this isn't done yet meaning that she could try something something could transform her something like that so it's interesting to the way how this show ends but really a nine-episode, nine-hour journey to get to this resolution. I mean, it would. That's why the show's in the middle because you do get the Marvel quips, you get the Marvel references, you get this this Marvel MCU dopamine satisfaction along the way, and so much you'd rather have more of that than trying to be poignant and move this this major phase four whatever needle. WandaVision could have existed as the first two episodes existed and been fine. Would have been a huge success. I think people were more into those two characters living somewhat of a fake life. These other revelations confuse everything post-Endgame. And everything post-Endgame is 100% confusing because the time travel stuff doesn't work. Whenever they make a blip reference... It doesn't work because, you know, we're living in a world, we're living in a society that's fully aware of gods and super beings. 
like normal people wouldn't be surprised, shocked, or or anything. So, but WandaVision, it's still a recommendation because it is everything packed into the next moves of all of these movies. It's in this. It's fun for it to be there. It's fun to, you know, get some of those brain nuggets and, and dissect things. But for long form and for longevity, it's not there outside the first two episodes. It's really not because there's too much plot as the episodes march on. Too much plot. And we're out of the interpretations of these uh, episodes and what we're paying homage to. So, uh, too much. Too many. Like, there, there's too much. Too much filling is in the pie for WandaVision. But I, I, I can do nothing more than recommend the first two episodes. So, AKA Pads, Audio Audacity, episode 426 on Disney Plus Day. Next up will be Shang-Chi that everyone was supposed to hate and everyone supposedly loved. 